live from America. We're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harold. What time it is? It's 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. That means you're locked and loaded right here on LFA TV Live from America, and I am your ever-so-humbled, God-fearing, God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot. And as always, we've got our boy, producer Eli in the corner. Producer Eli, what you doing today? I'm going to make you wear a mask, he says with his little Tony Fauci doll. Ladies and gentlemen, it is a blessing by God for us to be here with you guys today and every day, giving you the news and the truth from sea to shining sea. But I want to hear from Jessica O'Brien. I want to hear from Miguel Ortiz. I want to hear from T. Collins, 24. Lisa from Las Vegas. What happens in Vegas? Yeah, stays in Vegas. Dylan, how you doing, Dylan? Good to see you, Dylan. Rockin' Rev Dean is in the building. Maria, how you doing from Virginia Beach? Diane from the great state of Michigan, how you doing? Eakland from Iowa. Brenda, good to see you from Southwest Virginia. John from Michigan as well. A lot of Michigans. Betty, how are you? Angel from Nebraska. Eileen, good to see you. And one more. How about Karen from Canada? I didn't think there was Karens in Canada. I thought Karens only existed here in the United States of America. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much, Karen. Just playing. God bless you and love you. Joining in from Canada. You guys got uh, enough of your own issues up there to deal with, uh, much like all the issues that we're dealing with here. Feelings over facts. Trans this, trans that. Boy, girl, everything. Cry, cry, cry. Everybody love terrorists and love illegal aliens and um you know destroy culture north america ladies and gentlemen all right uh water cop god bless you good to see you folks well look hey it's been a long weekend we've got a lot to go over we're gonna try to get into it as quick as possible my cold open for you this morning is our loser director christopher ray christopher ray ladies and gentlemen telling you right on cue right on time oh you didn't hear Yeah, terrorist attacks are going to definitely start happening here in the United States of America. Oh, amazing. I wonder if the southern border has anything to do with it. Huh. Here is your FBI director, not mine, (laughs) Christopher Wray, folks. You're going to love this one. In this heightened environment, there's no question we're seeing an increase 
in reported threats, and we've got to be on the lookout, especially for lone actors who may take inspiration from recent events to commit violence of their own. So I'd encourage you to stay vigilant because as the first line of defense protecting our communities, you're often the first to see the signs that someone may be mobilizing to violence. I'd also ask you to continue sharing any intelligence or observations you may have. And on our end, we're committed to doing the same so that together we can safeguard our communities. Well, uh, our, human, our communities would not be needed to be safeguarded from terrorists if you didn't let so many of them in to begin with. Or, I don't know, went after the actual terrorists in the country as the FBI rather than labeling moms and dads that go to school board meetings terrorists. Then maybe we could, I don't know, funnel the resources of our hard-earned taxpayer dollars to actually go towards what it needs to go toward, and that is public safety. But I'm glad Christopher Ray gave us the go-ahead to be vigilant, because that means that everyone in our families can be locked and loaded and use our Second Amendment for what it was put there for to protect all the other ones. How about that? And ourselves. How about that? And ladies and gentlemen, I'll tell you why right now, A breaking news report came out over the weekend as Border Patrol put out a report about the recent apprehensions of what they call special interests. But what it really was, Eli, was Iranian terrorists caught at the southern border of the United States of America just as we said they would and just as we said that they would exploit. Iranian terror threats at our southern border, raising red flags, ladies and gentlemen, of a heightened threat of individual and group thought-out terror attacks here on American soil. Who would have ever saw that coming, Eli? Who could have ever saw that coming? I don't know. How about your trusted news source, LFA TV? We saw that coming a long time ago. But it's not a he said, she said, or we saw it first, or we heard it first game. It's a get your stuff together and be ready for anything, folks, because it's going to get worse before it gets better. So before we even get into our morning prayer and devotional, before we start the show, the best way you're going to do that that I know of outside of prayer and accepting Jesus into your life is by being prepared from places like Four Patriots. Their whole entire operation is to make you prepared. Their entire business is to make you prepared. So ladies and gentlemen, get prepared today. Go to fourpatriots.com. That is fourpatriots.com. Use the promo code LFA because I'm going to tell you what. In my lifetime, here as an American, I have never, ever, 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 outside of being poor, thought that we would have energy and food shortages. Gas shortages, yes. Energy and food shortages, I never thought I'd see in my lifetime. It's not coming. It's already happening. And it's forced and it's on purpose. So get your prepared 
resources and your emergency go totes from 4patriots.com. 4patriots.com, promo code LFA today. Okay? Now let's go to the verse of the day, folks. It was a powerful one. And it was from, we called it for the price of free 99. And it was from Isaiah 55, 1 and 2. For the price of free 99. Ho, everyone who thirsts, says verse 55, come to the waters. And you who have no money, come, buy, and eat. Yes, come buy wine and milk without money and without purchase, or without price, excuse me. Why do you spend money on what is not bread and your wages on what does not satisfy? Listen carefully to me and eat what is good and let your soul delight itself in abundance. And here's what I wrote. Anytime we see something for 50% off, something triggers in our minds and says, purchase that. Even if we don't need it, just because someone offers you the deal of a lifetime doesn't mean that you should buy it. The devil is a used car salesman selling you a lemon and making you think that you are getting a deal on it. However, all the greatness that you think he offers comes with strings attached. God, on the other hand, is not a salesman. He is someone that you go to for a specific need, for a specific product that nobody else offers. And the greatest thing about it, it doesn't cost anything. It's already been paid for before you even got there. It's free and it works better than anything else known to man. Thank you, Mateo. How could this be and how isn't everyone in the world flocking to get this precious free item that actually works for eternity? It doesn't make any sense to me. The devil can flash a shiny object in most people's face and get them to flock to him like a moth to a flame. And his product is only, quote, made in China, meaning it doesn't work. What God has to offer is free, everlasting, made in heaven, powerful, and worth more than you will ever imagine. It's also for the price of free 99. So get yours today. After all, you never know when today will be the day that you can't make it to him and therefore will miss the sale. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Let's go to the Lord now. Please bow your heads, folks. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Get that free 99 product, folks, that works forever. It's called salvation. 
and it's already been paid for. It's that incredible. Lift up your cups, and let's have our first slurp of the day. Mm. You notice, Eli, that now when we get done the first uh, verse of the day, and it's quarter after 5 or quarter after 11, we already have 3,500 people in here. Already have 3,500 people in here. So let's get right to it, folks. Breaking news of the day today, Trump backed. Trump backed. Let me say that one more time because I think that the rhinos and the RNC and the party as a whole need to hear this because they've been spewing this fake narrative that Trump's endorsement isn't gold. They've been trying to use car salesman you into thinking that Trump's endorsement doesn't win elections. I'm here to tell you the same thing that I've been telling you for the last two years. That is poppycock, okay? Because Donald J. Trump endorsed Attorney General Jeff Landry in Louisiana, and ladies and gentlemen, he actually won the gubernatorial, excuse me, the gubernatorial race and flipped the seat from Democrat to Republican. That alone not only tells you that Donald Trump's endorsement is still gold, but it's even more relevant than we thought because it flipped a governor's seat from Democrat to Republicans. So I want the RNC to hear this. I want all the Republicans in the House and in the Senate to know this and understand this as you're fighting amongst yourselves over who's going to be the Speaker of the House. This, ladies and gentlemen, is better news that we could have woke up to than almost anything other than the fact that Trump was going to be Speaker because it lets all of us know that Trump uh, Trump endorsements are not only still worth their weight in gold, but even more than that. So when something good happens here... That's right, ladies and gentlemen. And by the way, that uh, Democrat governor of theirs, uh, we'd like to say this to you. Following his win, Landry took to social media stating, thankful beyond belief. I'm ready to get to work for Louisiana. His words resonate with the conservative base that has long yearned for a leader to Uh, a leader committed to implementing policies that reflect their values and their aspirations. Landry also delivered an acceptance speech after winning the Louisiana gubernatorial race, expressing his love for his state and his commitment to fixing it. He highlights the importance of faith, family, and country and emphasizes unity um, and expectations of the people. This is huge news. What better, I mean, what great news to start out here on LFA TV, live from America on a Monday, than to find out for sure and completely uh, have it be validated that Donald Trump's endorsements are still worth far more than their weight in gold. Far more. This, if you want a true opinion of mine, this is a precursor to 2024. This is a precursor. Now, I know 
that the left did not put resources like they put in swing states to make sure that they cheated enough to win this. I get it. I get they probably wasn't even really on their radar with everything that's going on. But the fact that if that's the case, that it naturally and grassroots flipped from blue to red, that's just as good in my book, folks. And this, to me, tells me a lot about 2024. And I think it's a precursor. So that's the good news to start the day. Now, the not-so-good news, if we can get to that right away, is what is going on in the House of Representatives with Patrick McHenry, who's the acting speaker, who is appointed and put there by Kevin McCoward, who is holding the vote on Jim Jordan hostage. Now, if you don't know what happened, let me rewind to last week. At the end of last week, Steve Scalise said, I'm taking my name out for the running. Right before that, Donald Trump and Jim Jordan had a conversation where Donald Trump endorsed Jim Jordan fully for the Speaker of the House after their phone call. And I believe after Jim Jordan committed to doing what Donald Trump needs to get done in the House, which ultimately would get done what we the people want to have done in this country. Right after that, Scalise, because there was not enough votes for him on the House floor, pulled his name out. Now, Jim Jordan, late last week, going into the weekend, was actually nominated GOP nominee for the Speaker of the House. So you would expect them to come back today and Patrick McHenry to smash the gavel today so that we can finally have a vote to get Jim Jordan in there and continue with the investigations. After all, remember, all they wanted, all they wanted was for the investigations of Biden to continue. Remember that, folks? That's all they did last week or two weeks ago was cry. Oh, Matt Gates. Matt Gates is destroying the country. Matt Gates is destroying our movement. Matt Gates is destroying all of our momentum that we have in Congress from James Comer, Jim Jordan, and the House and Ways and everything like that, the Judiciary, the Oversight Committee. It is putting a halt on that, and Matt Gates is stopping all of our momentum. Okay. Well, now you have, now you have an opportunity, if that's what you really care about, to pick up that momentum because, after all, Regardless of your thoughts or my thoughts on Jim Jordan, it is very clear that Jim Jordan wants to continue the investigations. And it was very clear before, during, and after, and right now, that Jim Jordan is all about subpoenaing Hunter and Joe and and all of them. So what's the issue here, folks? The issue is rhinos are holding out, and there's a specific set of them, which I'm going to show you and name here in a minute. And Patrick McHenry, who is the acting Speaker of the House, will not call in a a vote on the House floor because they don't want Jim Jordan. Now, let me ask you this. How could they have gone from so pro-Jim Jordan two weeks ago to so anti-Jim Jordan now? How? Why? What is the common denominator here? Why would they two weeks ago be like, hey, you know what, if it was Jordan, we're in good hands with him. They weren't anti-Jordan two weeks ago when Scalise won the nomination. They just, so many of them, um, like what, 20 more of them wanted Scalise. But they weren't anti-Jim Jordan. So what happened? I'll tell you what happened. Trump's conversation with Jim Jordan. So when I told you last week, I'm not, I'd rather have Donald Trump in there 
As soon as Donald Trump had a conversation with Jim Jordan, that is when the rhinos started teaming up with the Democrats to say, anybody but Jordan. And Matt Gates is screaming at the top of his lungs right now on every show, on every social media platform that he has, that, we should be, that they should be working today. They're not. They plan on coming back in tomorrow and going into the vote, but not unopposed. Matt Gates is like, there's no reason why we all shouldn't be working today. Why are we not working today? I'll tell you why. Because they're trying to get their ducks in a row to stop the man that you see on the screen next to me right now. The Democrats and the rhinos are doing whatever they can behind closed doors, whether they got to put up more names, whether they got to put up more people for nomination, whether they got to make, you know, back deal, uh, closed door uh, deals, uh, closed door meetings and deals in order to stop him. That's why Patrick McHenry is holding off. They should be doing that today, and they're not. Now, tomorrow, we are expecting a bunch of names to be put up for Speaker of the House to vote on against Jim Jordan. Why? Trump, that's why. Because Jordan has made a commitment to Donald Trump that he will basically be and do what Trump would do as Speaker so Trump can fight these losers out here in court and continue running for office. And they're going to do everything that they can. And they're going to put up more names. We're expected to have more names be put up tomorrow. The, na- the main one that wants to put up oh, more people, representative from Georgia, Austin Scott. Austin Scott. He wants to go up against Jordan again. He's already lost. But that's just one. But that's not even the gist of it, folks. Here's why I really want to talk to you about this. Because Hakeem Jeffries, who is the leader, the Democratic leader, uh, minority leader in the House, which is the guy you see on the screen right now, the very mentally challenged-looking scumbag there who, who is like Obama off the Wish app. If you were to buy Obama off Wish, that's what you would get. Yeah. He says he's working with deals right now, working deals with the GOP leadership to stop Jim Jordan, and even if that means conceding power back to the Democrats. You want to know how bad this Republican Party is and how many scum of the earth losers that there are in this current Republican Party? Watch the ones that try to give power back to the Democrats rather than giving it to Jordan because of Donald J. Trump. I'm a loser. Damn right. Damn right they're losers. I'm a loser. And I'm not what I appear to be. So... You say, Jeremy, who are these losers? Who are these losers? Well, (laughs) glad you asked. Put them on the screen. There they are. There they are, ladies and gentlemen. Get a good look. Remember this scumbag right here who tried to fight Matt Gaetz but was held back by his face? Remember that loser? These are the six. So let's name them. Here you go. Mike Rogers, he was the one to the top left. Ann Wagner of Missouri. Mike Rogers is from Alabama, just so you know, okay? Ann Wagner is from Missouri. So all you people that live there, you know what to do. 
Don Bacon of Nebraska. Vern Buchanan of Florida. Carlos Jimenez of Florida. Mario Diaz Belart. Guess where? Of Florida. Boy, it seems like there's a lot of Trump opposition coming out of that state of Florida. All those DeSantis rhinos. Those are your six traders right there. Those are your six trader loser pile of trash scumbags in our D.C. uh, Congress, in our House of Representatives, who will literally do anything they can to stop Jordan. And again, they were not anti-Jordan two weeks ago. What made them anti-Jordan was Jordan making a commitment to Donald J. Trump. So, you know what to do, Floridians. You know what to do, my strong people of the show-me state of Missouri. You know what to do, my strong patriots in Nebraska and Alabama. Payback is coming, and it's coming with a vengeance. Now, more breaking news that happened this weekend that we have to get to. Oprah Romney 2024. No, 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 no. (laughs) No, Eli. No. Eli, can you imagine Oprah president? Mitt Romney as vice president. Mitt Romney. Mitt Romney with his camel toe jeans, his mom jeans, mom, Mitt, mom, mom jeans, Mitt Romney jeans, and Oprah Winfrey, like Eli says. What do Eli say? What'd you say? You get, what is it? You get foreign aid. You get foreign aid. <laughs> Everybody gets foreign aid. Look under your seats. Oh, I'm not kidding, ladies and gentlemen. You ready for this? <laughs> Now, it's not a thing yet. It's not a thing, but hear me out. Oh, and by the way, share the video. We got 4,300 people in here. Let's see if we can work our way to get to 5,000. The 76-year-old mom jeans Mitt Romney in his first term as senator, having been elected in 2018, he was the 2012 Republican presidential nominee who completely got trounced on purpose by Obama so that he could become president and they could all live in a very happy fairy tale at the end of it with being elite losers, Okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, Mitt Romney tells the author of a forthcoming forthcoming book that Oprah Winfrey suggested that he join her in a unity presidential ticket in 2020 to stop President Trump and that those conversations have been rehashed as we get to 2024 and as the Democrats are looking for a new Democratic nominee. Now, I'm not saying this is going to happen. Not saying that at all, although it would make sense why Romney left the Senate. I'm not saying this is going to happen because I still truly and honestly believe Michelle Obama is their only chance. Oprah is a politically dead windbag and nobody cares. Good point. Eli says, do you think that she would have the gall to ask for campaign donations after the Maui fiasco? Yes, Eli, I do. I do think that, 100%. Oh, but that's not the only news on the Democratic side. As Biden continues to lose political capital and fall down the Biden crime family toilet that's being flushed, and everybody in the world leaving the Democratic Party to go vote for Trump, 
There's another moron who threw his hat in the ring for Democrat nominee for the president of the United States of America. Shank from the Young Turks. The main host, Eli. That's right. Shank Uyghur. The founder of the Young Turks. A self-proclaimed journalist and pundit. Shank Uyghur. Found the young, founded the Young Turks, and on Wednesday night, he entered the Democratic presidential primary to challenge Joseph Robinette. Let me sniff your kids and block out the shun Biden. Wow. <laughs> it's really heating up on the left, isn't it, folks? Well... Senator Fetterman did say uh, they're not sending us they 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 they're not sending us their their best and their and their and their brightest you know the bestest eagles I don't even know what to say to that I will say this first of all I think we could play this right <laughs> Let's just have a laugh real quick shall we let's just, let's just have a laugh All right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to follow that up by my own, and I'm going to go ahead and give Shank from the Young Turks uh, the Dumb Dumb Award of the Day, folks, because, uh, you know. If sound had a face, that sound that I just played would be Shank from the Young Turks. But ladies and gentlemen, that's the disarray of the Democratic Party. They'll continue to tell you that the Republican Party is in disarray, but they are absolutely in disarray. It's pretty incredible. Now, before we go to our, um, before we go to a, a, our first break here, um, last week somebody came to me and said, "Jeremy, I heard that Robert F. Kennedy Jr. running for president is bad for us. Could spell trouble for us, folks. That couldn't be anything further from the truth because I explained to you last week, and I know it was very hard the way I explained it to make it make sense. But the gist of the story, the five thousand foot overview." is that a vast majority of RFK voters will leave the Democratic Party and the independent um, fence riders. There's only a small percentage of Republicans, and they would be just super uber rhinos, like the ones that are going to do anything they can to stop Jordan, okay? It's only a very, 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 very small percentage of Republicans that would go vote for RFK. And ladies and gentlemen... I'm going to bring up a thing. On, I'm going to bring up a... Uh, I can't wait, Eli, to start walking over to that TV so I could bring up this chart on that TV. How cool would that be? But I want to bring up this chart real quick. 2024 presidential election, swing states, including RFK Jr., as follows, for whom will you vote? Now, I want you to see these states here, these swing states, okay? The first one is Arizona. Trump is beating Biden by like five or six points here. If RFK, RFK stays in as an independent, look what happens. There's 9% right there. Look at Florida. The red is obviously Donald Trump Jr. The blue is obviously Joe Biden. The purple is obviously RFK. And by the way, this will be, no matter when you do these polls, the same thing will show up every time. Look at Georgia. Look at Michigan. 
Look at North Carolina. Look at Pennsylvania. There's a reason why, other than the fact that everybody knows that Biden's a loser and a liar and a thief and Trump is uh, the best choice, there's a reason why Trump keeps boosting up in the polls and Biden keeps falling down. He's boosting up because people who love him, but Biden falling down is because they hate him. And they hate this. The Democrat Party, the real Democrat Party, hate this progressive Marxist takeover of their party. And they will go vote for RFK. And they will go vote for Trump if RFK ends up not being in there because they hate Biden that bad. He's doing it to himself. And one of the things that he's doing is keeping everybody under the sun away from the Democratic Party as far as a, uh, a potential flipper, flip-flopper, like a MAGA who said, you know what, I've had enough of Trump. He can't win because the Republican Party told me that he's toxic and he can't win. I'm going to go... Maybe I'll go vote for Biden, right? But then Biden says stuff like this, folks. And he said, this is such a stupid thing to say when you're running for office. And DeSantis knows better, too. Look, this is not your father's Republican Party. What? 30% of it is made up of these MAGA Republicans who are maybe democracy is something I don't, they don't look at it the same way you and I look at democracy. Yeah, that's because we don't look at democracy at all, diptard. We look at a republic that is dying. We look at a constitutional republic that has pieces and forms of old school Roman uh, democracy. But we are a constitutional republic. I don't think they look at the same. Yeah, no, yeah. Nobody cares what you have to say. You're an idiot. And how stupid is that to do to literally alienate your entire base? Pretty incredible. Let's go to the Rumble chat real quick. Let's see what the LFA family has to say after such a long uh, and grueling last couple weeks. Pull it up here. Here we go. Shut up, loser. Fake phony POS. <laughs> Only 30% is MAGA. That's bad. Exactly. Exactly. MAGA supports the U.S. Constitution as law. We are a constitutional republic. Sounds like, like Biden got... Nothing by, nothing by, don't know what that means, but you need democracy to have a republic. (laughs) You need forms of what they call democracy to have a republic. Dumb, dumb award every day for Biden. Biden is a creepy, you know what, please call Mike Rogers, Ann Wagner, Don Bacon, Vern Buchanan, Carlos Jimenez, and Mario Diaz-Balart. Biden sound like he's ready to keel over. Jimenez is pronounced Jimenez. I don't care if it's Jimenez, Jimenez, Jimenez. Him and an idiot, and I don't care about that guy. But call him up and light him up, because him is an idiot. <laughs> him and is an idiot. <laughs> I don't care if it's Jimenez, 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 Jimenez is an idiot. That's what that is. That's what that is. <laughs> Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, wow, sometimes we have too much fun here on LFA TV. I got to tell you, I got to tell you, uh, folks, how many of you um, have given the done with debt solutions uh, a free call? Your, jo- uh, your journey to financial freedom starts here. Well, look, a lot of people, folks, are in massive debt. We had some people that have lost. We had a person that we raised some money for the other day on Rise Up that lost her car and was about to lose her house. You want to talk about debt? 
Well, these for all those people that don't have money to diversify and buy gold and buy silver and buy stocks and bonds and land and all that, what do the people do that are so in debt that they can't buy that stuff? Well, these people help you to put a path of debt consolidation and figuring out how to, you can write off some debt, you can, um, you can actually negotiate debt off. And that's what these people will do for you. They'll put a plan together for you and they'll get you out of debt as soon as possible. Years before you thought was possible, you don't have to get a new loan to do it and you don't have to claim bankruptcy to do it. Okay. So if you want to get to the point where you can buy maybe a little extra land or some, some silver or gold or something that's not money sent to Ukraine and everywhere else in the world, go to donewithdebt.com. It's super simple. Donewithdebt.com. I'm done with debt. Dot com. Go there now. You don't have to put in a promo code or anything like that. They're the same people that helped with tax relief last year and the year before. Donewithdebt.com. They're here to help get Americans back on track in a very high inflation. Inflation went up again, by the way. And that's why we need help sometimes. So go to donewithdebt.com. Also, for all those people out there, for all your lives who had four and five hours of sleep at a time, there's a remedy for that. Number one, it's called prayer. That's the first thing that you're going to want to do. When you go to bed at night, when you wake up in the morning, the first thing that you should be doing is praying. No Bible, no breakfast. That's the old saying, right? Don't be putting food in your belly if you're not putting word in your soul. But beyond that, for your flesh, for your body, magnesium deficiency is a problem with over 50 million Americans, folks. That's a huge portion of the country that can't sleep. And there's reasons why medically, physically, a lot of that has to do majority of the time with your magnesium levels. But if you go to Bioptimizers and you get your own magnesium breakthrough from Bioptimizers Mag Breakthrough, you'll get all seven forms of magnesium in one bottle, put you to sleep quicker. You'll start, the, you'll start seeing that within a few. I started seeing it within a week, week and a half. I really started seeing it. And now sleeping by 10, up by 530, feeling like a million bucks. Again, there is no promo code. The link is in the description, magbreakthrough.com slash LFA TV. Start getting that sleep. You're going to need it, folks. You're going to need it because you're going to need all the energy you can. 4,700 people watching. I want to thank you all. I want to ask you and encourage you to like this video. Give us a thumbs up because LFA TV is where you're going to get your news all day, where you know it's going to be trusted, where you know it's going to be true, you know it's going to be tried, and you know the people here are doing it from a God-centered point of view. Now, who in God's name needs 100 rounds, Eli? What's that, Eli? <laughs> Eli raised his hand. Who needs 100 rounds of anyway? Who, why do you need 100 rounds in your gun? That seems to me like you're uh, compensating for something, right? Well, that's what Biden said. And I'm going to explain to you why we need 100 rounds. Other than it's none of your business that I have 100 rounds or that I need 100 rounds. Other than it's none of your business, I have other reasons why, but first let's go to the video. This is Biden. One week after Hamas invaded Israel and went door to door hunting civilians and taking hostages. There's one reason. Roll it. No excuse. Who in God's name needs a weapon with 100 rounds in a chamber? (laughs) The weapon's only meant for one thing. To kill people. Remember that. Weapons only meant for one thing. Really? 
They, are you telling me that all the people out there with AR-15s and weapons and rifles are out there killing everybody? No, they're out there actually shooting games, sport, hunting, uh, sport and recreational challenges. Um, oh, and the big one, self-defense. How about you go deport the 20 million illegals that came into this country and we'll think about not having to have 100 rounds? By the way, I just said think about it. We'd never, ever comply. How about you worry about that first? But as long as you are putting us in harm's way, as long as you are letting terrorists and everybody under the sun through that southern border, don't you damn lecture me about 100 rounds. Don't you ever tell me, why are you 100 rounds? We're going to block out the sun. a good point. Eli says, you have any idea how many thousands of, of, of rounds that he's surrounded by at any given point? Well, other than the fact that I just said, you know, Hamas was going door to door to round up Jews and kill them as a reason to need 100 rounds. I want you to look at this. This is one Jewish family. This is a Jewish family ladies and gentlemen, who is in southern Israel and is missing 10 members of their family, including three children, after the deadly Hamas raid in the country on October 7th. When Israeli armed forces arrived, 10 members of the family were missing and the community had all burned down. Hamas killers torched several homes in the region to flush out the Jews so they could gun them down in cold blood the international community is way too slow to act, and that is why we are having terrorist attacks all over the world because we didn't crush this evil right when it happened. We didn't crush this evil right when it happened. I have a video here that I don't want to show, but everything is heartbreaking, and the news is here for a reason, to show you these atrocities, to show you... I'm not going to show you people dying or anything like that, but just the stories alone. Make me sick. The evil out there. I'm 19, from Kibbutz Berry. The most dangerous thing, outside of listening to all the names of the dead and the dead and the dead, זה לא היה לשמוע את היריות, זה לא היה אפילו בזמן אמיתי לקבל התראות מחברי קיבוץ שלי. שמות שהכרתי מאז שאני מכירה את עצמי. מבקשים לעזרה ואף אחד לא בא. Now somebody asked, why isn't Hamas completely eradicated already? Well, because you would have a, a war with Iran. But you know what? Maybe it's time. Maybe it's time. Terrorism means that there's a constant threat of terror out there. Take out the threat of terror and terror doesn't exist, right? How about the six-year-old boy who was murdered in Illinois? Mother gravely wounded in an alleged Muslim knife attack by a crazed landlord over the Israel-Hamas war. You think that it needs to be just a terror attack to have crazy ideology make you make a quick, rash decision and you kill a six-year-old boy? Because a six-year-old boy was killed and his 32-year-old mother gravely wounded in the Chicago suburb of Plainfield Township 
According to the Will County Sheriff's Office, the landlord, 71-year-old Joseph Zuba, was taken into custody after the scene and was later charged with first-degree murder, attempted first-degree murder, hate crimes, and aggravated battery with a deadly weapon. The boy and his mother were repeatedly attacked with a 12-inch serrated military knife style that has a 7-inch blade. The knife was still in the boy when he died at the hospital, according to police. The boy and his mom were Muslim. This was an anti-Muslim knife attack. My point in doing this story to tell you about this was it doesn't need to be a terrorist attack or a premeditated plan. Terror and fear and ideology goes both ways. And what you're going to do and what they've succeeded at doing is bringing their holy war to our country. So when people say, I don't care what happens in Israel, you might want to rethink that. Because what happens there comes here if we don't stop it and it comes here quick. And it leads to this right here. Are you ready? Iran has directly threatened the United States of America over the Israel-Hamas war. Quote, if the scope of the war expands, heavy losses will befall America as well soon. Says the Iranian foreign minister, Hossein Amabukers. There's his name. Can you imagine if that happened under Donald Trump? Can you imagine if Donald Trump was president and the Iranian foreign minister of who cares what his name is, spit hawk threatened the United States and says if this war expands, the America, America will see a heavy loss and a heavy toll and it will befall on America as well. I am so sick and tired of weak-spined politicians who only care about staying in an elite class and stay in power. I'm so incredibly sick of the fact that nobody actually has any real integrity. Nobody actually has a spine made of steel that says, okay, I told you if you do that again, I'm going to wipe you off the face of this earth because you don't terrorize people. You don't threaten people. You don't murder people. You don't rape people. You don't behead people. So you said it and now you effed up and now I'm on my way and I'm going to wipe Iran off the face of the map and we're going to make Western America, Eastern America. It's going to be called Eastern America. And we're going to turn the entire country of Iran into the United States. And we're going to grow grass. And we're going to manufacture and give freedom. Uh, Too bad. That's what I would do. That's what Trump would have done. But they know that we are at a weakened state right now. And Iran is just all out. We're just going to kill you. That's simple. And we don't even care. But the worst part is the ones that are already here. The brainwashed, indoctrinated college students. And the people that came through the southern border that are spreading this radical Islam and this hate and this caliphate to destroy all non-believers, kill them all, well, it finally made its way to Chuck Schumer's house, folks. Chuck Schumer got what he wished for. Except it wasn't terrorists that made it to Chuck Schumer's house. No, because he's on their side. It was the Israeli protesters that made it to Chuck Schumer's house. You wanted to be involved so much, huh? Well, here you go. Here is Jewish New Yorkers and allies make their way to Senator Chuck Schumer's home in Brooklyn 
as he prepares a delegation of lawmakers to go to Israel. Sorry for the volume there. Our bad. So you got Palestinians here marching. Okay, there's the Palestinian protesters that were out that night. Now here is a picture of the Jewish leaders that made their way to Senator Chuck Schumer's home that evening as well as he was boarding delegation, uh, having delegates board to Israel. This is them outside of his home in Brooklyn to protest the policy on Palestine and Israel. 57 protesters were arrested. Jewish New Yorkers, rabbis, descendants of the Holocaust, survivors demanding he take action for a ceasefire, holding a banner reading, Jews say stop the genocide of Palestinians. So that's kind of weird. All I know is this, we're going to see so much disinformation, propaganda, so much craziness that we're not going to know who's fighting for who, and I'll tell you why. Because that is the confusing state of the Middle East, folks, and it's here. That's the confusing state of the Middle East, and it is here in our country today. Here's what I say. If you are a terrorist, and you are a terrorist-sponsored group that is sponsored by an entire country, and you are vowing to kill and wipe Israel's, Israelites and Americans off the face of this map, you should be completely destroyed. Your entire country should be destroyed, and it should start anew today. That's simple. But what about all the innocent people in those countries, Jeremy? I don't know what to say. I don't want to feel heartless, because I'm not. But what am I supposed to say to that? They use those people as human shields so that you don't go after them and they stay in power. How about putting a, um, um, a travel ban? Oh yeah, that's right. The southern border's wide open. Can't do that. How about a New York school public school teacher who shared an image of the Hamas paragliders calling the attack to his students a successful military campaign, Eli? He's on the screen. There he is. A successful Military campaign, public school teacher, Mohammed Jihad Ahmad. Does that sound any more like die? Mohammed Jihad Ahmad, who's a high school teacher at Gotham Tech, put an image of a Hamas paraglider and said, I stand with Palestine on his Facebook cover picture. The New York uh, public school teacher expressed support for Hamas, terrorist organization and its assault on Israeli civilians and said to his students that it was a successful military operation. Well, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. It was a successful military operation for them, but that's not the way he's saying it. He's saying it like, thank God, thank Allah, we did this. But here's the thing, folks. Mainstream media we know is fake, but it's also got a lot of ownership of Jewish wealth. And all of a sudden, you're starting to see mainstream media say the same thing that you and I say. 
I wonder why. Mainstream media is now taking aim at Jack Sullivan, and rightfully so, of the NSA. Roll it. Is rescuing the hostages a priority at all? I mean, Israeli news media, like Haaretz, they say it doesn't seem like it at all. And, and frankly, Jake, if my kids were being held hostage in Gaza, and as you know, there are Americans being held hostage in Gaza right now, I'd want you, be, you to send in the Navy SEALs. What, what's the conversation like in the White House about the U.S. conducting any sort of operations in order to save Americans being held hostage in Gaza? Well, the president has been very clear that he has no higher priority than getting Americans back safe, Americans who are being held hostage by Hamas. The Israelis are bombing the crap out of Gaza, Jake. I mean, it doesn't seem like saving the hostages are a priority at all. Wow, Jake Tapper, wow. Well, for President Biden, they are a priority. Uh, They're the highest possible priority, and he has sent hostage experts to coordinate and consult with the Israeli government on hostage recovery efforts. He's also made sure that our diplomats are in touch with third countries in the region to explore avenues for their safe release. I have to be cautious about how much I can say about certain efforts he's undertaking because we want to protect those efforts to give us the best possible chance of getting our people home. Now, Jake, one important point when it comes to the issue of the Navy SEALs is we do not at this point have pinpoint location information for where the American hostages are. Why? You have a pinpoint location to where every MAGA voter is. You have a pinpoint location to every mom and dad that went to a school board meeting. How do you not have a pinpoint location on geopolitical terrorism and people being held hostage, possibly being raped and killed and murdered constantly every single day? You don't have uh, an exact GPS whereabouts. You are the N-frickin-S-A, you idiot! Jake Sullivan is a terror, uh, is a traitor, and I hope he gets put to death in the next administration for his traitorous ways to the United States of America. That was CNN and Jake Tapper. Here's MSNBC. We got that? Oh, hold on. Okay. The Middle East region is quieter today than it has been in two decades. What? challenges remain. Iran's nuclear weapons program the tensions between Israelis and Palestinians. But the amount of time that I have to spend on crisis and conflict in the Middle East today compared to any of my predecessors going back to 9-11 is significantly reduced. Jake, why was your assessment there so far off the mark? Well, first, Kristen, I made those comments in the context of developments in the wider Middle East region over the last few years after two decades that involved a civil war in Yemen and a massive humanitarian catastrophe, a civil war in Syria and a massive refugee crisis, an invasion and insurgency in Iraq, a NATO military operation in Libya, Iranian-backed attacks on both Saudi and the UAE, uh, as well. Don't you just see a lot of lip service? Oh, the, the region's quieter than it's ever been, Eli. The region is quieter than it's ever been. Look at the look on this moron's face. It's quieter than it's ever been. You're a traitor. And I hope you get put to death after you get found guilty of those war crimes. Leaving Americans behind, letting them die. You're a scumbag. Well, a guy who's not a scumbag and a guy who will never leave you behind is a man 
who actually goes by the name of Tim Gustafson, and he's an LFA family member, ladies and gentlemen, who runs this little thing called Insurity Financial Services. You know what he does? He literally spends his time with people like you, with people like my mom, with people like the older folks in your family, finding a Medicare option that A, actually works, B, gives them coverage, and C, doesn't take every dime that Biden already is not taking. That's where he comes in. Tim Gustafson will work with you. All you have to do is go to Insurity Financial Services. You have from now to December to pick a plan for you, okay? Regardless of what's going on in the world, you still need some kind of health care, especially if you are in the older age group and you're on Medicare. You got to have health care, folks. And Tim will help you find the best stuff. It's not Obamacare, and it's not anything else that's going to cost an arm and a leg. It's going to fit you for what is available out there to you. So if you're looking for a new Medicare plan, insuritifinancialservices.com. It is in the link of this video, and you can set up a meeting with Tim today. Reach out to him. Now, two things before you go. Ready? An Epstein victim who just recently testified against Ghislaine Maxwell, Eli, mysteriously dies. Mysteriously dies. Hmm. Sudden adult death syndrome, maybe? Or Clinton? I don't know. One of Jeffrey Epstein's victims who testified against Glenn Maxwell has mysteriously died. Maxwell worked as Jeffrey Epstein's pimp for years and years and years and years. And there was a man by the name of, or a woman by the name of Carolyn Andriano. Carolyn Andriano was one of Epstein's victims who testified against Maxwell. Was just found unresponsive in a West Palm Beach hotel not too long ago. Now, West Palm Beach said that it was a drug overdose. More than likely, it was a cyanide pill that was crushed in her jaw. Sounds like it to me anyway. But isn't it weird that Epstein himself is dead? Glane and Maxwell is rotten away in prison. The, the, uh, the, the client book is never found. Nobody's ever gone after anybody. J.P. Morgan Chase paid a bunch of money. Nobody talks about that. And the, client, and the, and the people who testify him just keep dying, Eli. Isn't it incredible? But on a better note, before we end here and Mike Crispy starts, check it out, folks. Election integrity, a big win for election integrity. Federal judge has upheld Georgia's Election Integrity Act. Folks, this is going into 2024, marking the second time in a year that a court has affirmed the law in the face of Democrat allegations of state voter ID requirement is racist. United States District Judge J.P. Booley. A Trump-appointed judge for the Northern District of Georgia last week rejected the latest effort by stupid, moron, swamp-donkey Democrats to once again stop the election integrity law that is now in place. And ladies and gentlemen, for that, we are going to go ahead and give the Smarty Award of the Day to U.S. District Judge J.P. Booley, ladies and gentlemen. Bring it up, baby. We keep winning. They keep losing. Well, folks, I want to thank you for joining me here on Live from America here on LFA TV. As you know, we have 14 hours a day plus replays all night of our live shows here. So coming up next, Mike Crispy, Unafraid, starts right now. So I got to get my butt out of here. I want to thank everybody who donated during Rumble Rants today. Um, I know it's not easy right now. So Duckman67, God bless you for the $50. If you want to help fund us because we are viewer funded, go to JeremyHerald.com. Or go to LFATV.us. There's a donate tab. Click on that and you can choose whether you want to do one time or a monthly recurring donation. Any one of them will help us. God bless you guys. There are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one 
Yahweh. Hey, Eli, a troll. J and K, get them. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out and keep your head up high because you are a child of God. And no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Keep your families close. Keep a smile on your face. And whatever you do, keep spreading that gospel. Peace out, folks. Stop screaming that we first in America